Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Well, here we are again for another wonderful encouragement from the word of the Lord. I'm so thankful today that we can be together through this broadcast. And for me, well, I don't see you, you don't see me, but we are together in that name above every other name, the name of Jesus. And the Bible says where two or three are together in his name, there he is in the midst of them. And so I believe God is in the midst of us. He is there with you, my dear listener. He is here with me. And as we share the word of God together, I know his power will flow to your mind, to your body, to every aspect of your life. He will touch it. He will bless it. Something will happen or something good will happen. A blessing will come. A miracle will come. I believe in the God of miracles. And I hope when I say this, you can say, Amen, Brother John. I also believe in the God of miracles. If I would take the miracles out of the Bible, you would have such a thin book left over because the Bible is full of miracles. We serve the great God of miracles. And he hasn't poured out all the miracles that he has in store. And he has not diminished in power or in creativity. Oh, he is the God of miracles, and he has plenty miracles to share today. Oh, hallelujah. (laughs) I'm laughing a little bit because I'm thinking of this one woman who gave an interview, and they said, well, dear sister, dear uh, so-and-so, why are there not so many miracles happening today in your nation? And she said, well, we had our time and God is so busy in Africa, and I have been there, and those dear African people, well, they need it more than us, so I'm glad God is over there working his miracles, and I'm okay with that. Well, (laughs) for me, I thought, well, dear sister, you are so wrong about it because God is the God of miracles, and he has more miracles than we can I mean, he has so much to share. His power is so awesome, so great, so mighty. Oh, he's working all around the world. And I would just like to encourage you, wherever you are in the world, believe for a miracle in your life. Even if there's not many miracles happening around you, believe you will be the one that will receive a miracle because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Oh, hallelujah. He is the same miracle working God today, and he will do it in your life. Believe it and pray for it. It says in Acts chapter 2, verse 22, fellow Israelites, listen to this. And today I could say, well, dear listener, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth, was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did among you through him, as you yourselves know. It says God accredited Jesus. In another translation, it says he fully accredited Jesus, and you know this by the signs, the wonders, and the miracles that you have seen God do through him. Those signs, wonders, and miracles were a sign showing that he was the chosen one and that God was working through him, that God was with him, 
and that God was blessing through him. And today I'm so thankful that I know that Jesus, yes, he was full of divine power. It says he went into the desert full of the Holy Spirit, and he came out of the desert in the power of the Holy Spirit. And we see that after he had received that Spirit of God, miracles started to flow. And later on, we see that through the apostles who received the same power through the Holy Spirit, also were accredited through the miracles, through the signs and the wonders that were happening through them, that God was showing and proving that he was with them. We need power from above. And my message today is about power from above. So many times we can start to work and work in the ministry even through our own abilities and power. And we can do so much through our own ability and wisdom and power. Or if I look around the world, I see great things that have been accomplished by people that gave their all for it. They studied for it. They worked for it. They put their minds together for it. And they accomplished much through their wisdom and strength and ability. But yet it is a earthly work. Oh, yes, of course. Ultimately, they received that wisdom and that power in their body, also from the Lord. I mean, our next breath comes from the Lord, so everything is from Him. But yet, you know the difference between works of flesh and the works of the Spirit. And I want to encourage you today as a believer to believe that God wants to give His power to you. You need this power. If I think of a miracle and miracles, and I study the Bible on it, it speaks about dunamis power. And dunamis means ability, power, strength. Oh, in the Strongs it says dunamai. It is a force, literally or figuratively, especially miraculous power and ability, an abundance. Oh, it also means a power through God's ability, not your own ability. And in the Webster, it says miracle or a wonder is a marvel. It is an act that only God can perform, and he will fix that problem through a miracle which will make us to wonder and bring us in amazement in the old Hebrew lexicon, we see that miracle is translated as alp or transliterated as pala, and it means marvelous, wonderful, surpassing, beyond one's power. Or oh, it's sometimes so difficult for us to understand, but it's so wonderful to see that God is able to do far above. Listen to that, far above what we can think, ask, or pray. He is able to bring us in amazement. He is able to bring us to that point that we marvel in wonder, and we can only say, oh God, how great thou art, how great thou art. You are wonderful, and you truly are a miracle-working God. We need this miracle-working power in the believer. In the church today, a church without this power 
is a dead church. It's religion. And then we would be the same as all the other religions in the world. It would be a human institution doing much social work, maybe sharing much words and deeds of love and encouragement, but yet it would be a human-leveled thing. But the true church of Jesus Christ is not a human social institution. It is the body of Jesus. Hallelujah. And Jesus himself is our head. And the power of God flows through that body. The power of Jesus, resurrection power, flows through the body of Christ. We need this power. And so we must seek him for this dunamis power, this power that goes beyond ourselves, this power that solves the difficulties in life, that solves the problems in life, that solves the sickness in life, that solves the sin in life. It is the power of God that flows and that brings us in amazement because it is unlimited power. It is wonder-working power. It is power that we cannot claim any, any trophy for ourselves for whatever happens, but we can only say, oh Lord, unto you, not unto us, but unto you be all the glory and all the praise. Oh, whenever I go to the mission field, Whenever I preach in my own church here on a Sunday or on a Wednesday night prayer meeting, I always expect the power of God to be present. And I step into that power because of the favor that I have received by the blood of Jesus. Oh, my dear friend, I have divine favor. And you should be aware of the divine favor that you have received in your life, that you can also step into this power. You can also be a vessel and a channel of this power. God is longing to use you to flow through you with his divine dunamis power to work miracles, to do signs and wonders, and all glory and praise be unto Jesus, be unto the Father. Oh, hallelujah for that. But I believe it. We must be saturated and empowered and sustained by the power of God. It is so important. Oh, again, again, I want to tell you, if the church has lost this power it can do a lot of good in the world, but it is the same as so many other people who do good. Oh, it's the same as so many other religions who want to help other people, but we are not the same as other religions. The grave of Jesus is empty because he rose out of that grave and he is alive today. And that resurrection power is in the church. Hallelujah. Because Jesus is in his church. And if you have lost this power, oh, dear minister of God, maybe once you had this power, you preached under this anointing, you stepped into that anointing by the favor of God that was given to you by the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross for you. You have experienced it. It was flowing through you, but you have lost it somehow. And now you are just teaching doctrine. Now you are dead inside and a dead preacher, just preaching religion. Oh, you love the Lord maybe, but you have lost this power, this 
unction from above. Seek God again in your life. Seek him with everything that is within you. Fast and pray. Seek him and say, Lord, oh, if you don't go with me, I cannot move from this place. If you are not with me, I cannot stand on that pulpit and preach anymore. I need that divine anointing and power to flow whenever I share that word. I know that you are with me. Oh, Lord, let the Holy Spirit come upon me as it once did in early days. Let it come upon me, Lord, and let me preach under that anointing and power that miracles will happen. Oh, and there are so many scriptures that show that it was this power that made the difference in the life of Jesus. It was this power of God that made a difference in the life of the apostles. It was this power that made a difference in the church that was there and that started on that first Pentecost day when the Holy Spirit was poured out. In Mark chapter 5, verse 30, listen to this. And Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched me? Oh, he felt that power go out of him. If you want to feel that power go out of you, you must first have received it. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's it. That's how simple it is, my dear friend. If you want power to flow out of you, you must first have received it. Jesus had received it. Oh, John the Baptist there, when he baptized Jesus, it said, the Holy Spirit came down in the form of a dove and came upon him. Oh, that power was there. And because that power was in him, he was that channel. And he was so under that unction that when that woman in faith touched him with the issue of blood, that power flowed out of him. All the church needs that power to flow out of us. But how can it flow out of the church? How can it flow out of your life if you have never received it? Oh, you must receive it. It says in Luke 5, verse 17, and it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal. Oh, in another translation, it says Jesus was so full of healing power that all were healed. Yes, he was so full of that power. Oh, we need to be full of that power. In Luke chapter 6, verse 19, And the whole multitude sought to touch him, for there went virtue, there went power out of him, and he healed them all. In Acts chapter 2, verse 22, it says that Jesus was a man approved of God by miracles and wonders and signs which God did by him in the midst of you. Oh, you need to know that God did those miracles through his power, through Jesus, as he wants to do it through you. In Luke chapter 9, verse 1, it says, And then he called his 12 disciples together, and he gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. It says, Jesus gave them power to cast out devils and to heal the sick. They did not 
have that power in themselves, but Jesus gave them that power. You and me, we don't have this power to cast out devils and to heal the sick out of ourselves, but Jesus wants to give us that power today, hallelujah, and I have received that power, hallelujah. I am his servant, and I have received that power and so I can say at this moment, oh, that every evil spirit, oh, if there are those that are listening to this broadcast and you are being pestered by some demonic force or demonic power or evil spirit, go out in Jesus' name. I command you right now in the name of Jesus, and you must go. If you are sick, then receive your healing right now. Let that power flow through this studio, through this broadcast, to your life, into your body, and heal you of every and any infirmity. And they came back to Jesus, and they said, devils ran out, and people were healed. It was through the power that he had given them. In Acts chapter 4, verse 33, it says, and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. It says, with great power, they gave testimony. We don't just give testimony. We give testimony with great power. And that great power is not there only when we shout. Some people think shouting is power. Oh, yes, when I preach and when I'm on the mission field, oh, yes, my voice, it can be powerful. But I tell you, that power is also there when we are whispering the gospel of Jesus Christ. Sometimes you are in a situation that you must whisper, but in that whisper can be the power and the unction of the Lord that makes demons tremble and they must leave in Jesus' name. In Acts chapter 6, verse 8, And Stephen, full of faith and of power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. It says, Stephen, full of power. This is that dunamis power that I'm talking about. In Acts chapter 10, verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. It says here, God anointed Jesus with power through the Holy Spirit. He wants to anoint you with power through the Holy Spirit, and especially you servants of the Lord, worshipers of the Lord, you pastors of the Lord. He wants to anoint you with power from on high. Or in Romans 15 verse 19, through mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and around about Elecrium, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. Oh, Paul, he was saying, he was saying, I preached the gospel through the power of the Holy Spirit and signs and wonders were happening. Oh, hallelujah. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, it says, according as his divine power have given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that have called us glory and virtue, according as his divine power has given unto us 
Or in Hebrews 1 verse 3, it says, Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. Oh, I want to tell you two more scriptures, and then I need to stop today. But in Ephesians 3, verse 16 and verse 20, it says that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. And First Peter 1, verse 5, it says, Who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Oh, and there are so many more verses and scriptures that talk about that power, that power of God, that dynamic power of God. Father, I have taken time to share these scriptures and to give testimony of this dynamic power. And now I ask you, oh, Heavenly Father, reveal yourself to my listeners through the power, through the signs and wonders and miracles that will happen when we pray in that mighty name of Jesus. Bless them, Lord. Heal them. Save them. Protect them. But, Lord, also give them that power that comes from you and comes from you alone. And let us always give you all the glory, honor, and praise, and thanksgiving, because it's all from you and to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 